Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. All right, welcome to episode six. I have to tell you guys, I had this whole episode recorded, but I don't know what I did to it. It was a hot ass mess. Everything was out of order. So I just scrapped it and said, I'm starting over. So I'm actually recording this on a Sunday and I freaking love, love, love weekends. I used to have a, have to travel all the time in my last job and it, I still, every single weekend, I am beyond thankful that I'm not on an airplane somewhere. It's, it's interesting because you know, you get so used to life, you forget to be grateful for things, but that one has stuck around. So I love a freaking Sunday, love a Sunday. Went hiking this morning. It was my first time going all week. I had a really fun week of just getting older. My my fellow gals in our in your forties can relate. It's like, and I'm probably gonna do a rant on that. Um, so anyway, got to go hiking this morning, which was really fun. There was one moment where, and I went later than I normally do, and there's a trail I call serial killer trail. And I don't typically run into that many people out there. Just one guy I call the beard. He's a photographer because I go to a specific time. But today I went a little later. So anyway, I was walking north coming out of serial killer trail. And in front of me walking west is this guy. And you, as a woman, you have to assume the guy's a creep because of statistics. You guys don't realize how lucky you are that you don't have to look around every corner and be so freaking paranoid all the time. Um, And not that women don't commit crime, but come on. How many times do men have to walk around being nervous about, oh, is there some creepy lady behind me? I mean, I cannot imagine that is ever a problem. Anyway, so I see this guy and I'm like, oh, God. So I grabbed grabbed my mace and I was like, oh, I'm going to pretend that I'm with someone and that way he, if he's trying to like find someone to kill or something, he won't pick me. But so what I do is I do this little number where I act like I'm looking behind me and I like notion my head. That's not the right word. I like little move my head like, come on. And then I use my hand and I like, like I'm waving someone to come towards me. It's thinking this guy will see that and go, oh, okay. Can't kill her. <laughs> so... <laughs> He ends up coming towards me. So here I am trying to pretend I'm talking to someone and he's walking towards me. So he's getting ready to figure out I wasn't talking to anyone. And it did not take him long because I just took off. And then I freaking tripped. I I I stepped on one of those big ass acorns and completely fell. And it was one of those where it wasn't even like I had time to try to catch myself. It was just like wobble boom down. And it's one thing I do well. I fall really well. I have some cushion there, so that helps. Um, but I can like trip if there trip Olympics. If I could participate in trip Olympics, I'd snag that gold because my body's really good at just going limp, <laughs> which is actually kind of funny because it reminds me of a story when I was in high school. I watched. I think it was like an episode of Dateline or Twenty Twenty or something like that, and. I remember watching a segment about drunk driving and all of that. And uh, and on there, they had an expert on and they said, you know, 
I'm I'm just paraphrasing here. Basically, the gist of it was drunk drivers don't get hurt as often as the other people that are involved because they're so relaxed. The alcohol makes them relaxed. And and it really stuck with me. Not that I, w- I think I was only 17. I didn't even have a car. So it's interesting that it stuck with me that much. So anyway, I was friends with this girl named Rachel. And she actually lived with us. How weird. I had totally forgotten, forgotten about that. That was weird. I think she had parents that were just freaking MIA. And she had this old beat up Mustang. Like beat to hell because she had been in so many car accidents. Um... Oh my God, I should totally try to look her up. I have forgotten all about her. Anyway, she would drive us to, we went to this little tech center for half the day in high school and I was in the printing program. We all tried to get into cosmetology, which is funny if you know me, because that is not my jam. But we could not get into cosmetology because our attendance wasn't good enough. And the only thing that was still open was freaking printing. So we went into printing which oddly enough led me to where I am now, which is pretty amazing because I would have never picked printing. Anyway, back to the main story, which was what? Oh, Rachel. So Rachel would drive us. You could either take the school bus because it was in Tulsa. I grew up in the suburbs. Uh, You could either take the school bus or you could drive. Rachel had a car. Now she drove like a bat out of hell, like a lunatic. And we were driving home one day and the roads were icy and road construction and I remember she was just hauling ass through this road construction like you know where it narrows down to one lane she was the one and the she she wouldn't merge until she got all the way to the front so she'd push her way all the way up to the front and I'm sitting there going oh god oh god she is driving way too fast we're gonna die we're gonna die I don't know if I actually spoke up I think I would but she would get really annoyed so anyway we are on the highway and we're getting ready to go over this really long bridge. And she's probably going 80 miles an hour. And we freaking hit a bump and hit ice. And we start spinning. We spun. Time slowed down so much that I was able to, in that moment, go, let me put my Mountain Dew down. Because if I'm drinking and we get into an accident, well, when we hit something, I could swallow the bottle. So I gently put the cap back on my bottle. I set it down. I swear to God, time slowed down. We were spinning. Boosh, boosh. And I remembered that show and I was like, oh, I need to relax. And so here I am in this freaking car on the highway while it's spinning. You know, like you can't see me, but I'm like moving my shoulders around and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just calm down. Just calm down. And we fucking slammed into the side of the bridge The back end of the car comes up. The engine came through the dashboard. God, I have not thought about this in years. The engine came through the dashboard, and I still have a scar on my hand from that. Just a tiny one. Surprisingly, that was the only thing that happened. So I, of course, am like, we have to get out of the car because it's going to blow up because I always think that's going to happen. So we get out of the car, and I'm freaking losing it on her I was so pissed off I was so pissed off it was so unnecessary and this firefighter just happened to drive by and he stopped to help us and he's like what happened I'm like oh this stupid and I like (laughs) totally went off and truth be told we're both incredibly lucky that we didn't flip over that bridge 
And it's still, I still see the little piece that's all jacked up when I drive by. Like the piece of cement that's missing. It's so crazy. And oddly enough, the tow truck that came to get us was a guy that grew up in the same small town that we did. And so he he hooked us up and took us home. But I don't remember why in the hell I even just told that story. Why did I even tell that story? What was I talking about? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm like Dory from Finding Nemo. I genuinely have no idea what the hell made me think of that story. Anyway, okay, so yeah, <laughs> we survived that, but it was it was an interesting thing that stuck with me at that age that I was sitting there as we're like spinning out on this three-lane highway. I'm trying to like remember to calm down. I genuinely cannot for the life of me remember what led me to that story, but I am going to see if I can find Rachel because I'm super curious what happened to her. So there's that. Um, let's see. There are some interesting things about doing a podcast that I hadn't quite anticipated. One of which is it's kind of weird to just share random stories like this where anybody can listen. Like you can't block people from hearing your podcast. And not even that I would necessarily want anyone to be blocked. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, so that part's interesting. And then I think of those podcasters that just put it all out there. They share all the stories uncensored. And I find it fascinating that you must just get to this, like, don't give a shit space and you just share it unapologetically, which is interesting. And it's not that I hold back that much, but I for sure have stories I could share where I go, that might be this person might not like it or that person might not want me to share that even if I don't mention their name. So it's, it's just interesting to think of what those other people have to go through. Um, I have my first international, well, not my first international listener, but I have a listener from Egypt, which is kind of fun. That's another thing I didn't expect the stats I get on, on my podcast. I am a stat nerd. Like, I freaking love stats on anything. I love numbers. I love stats. And so I have to like really control myself when it comes to reviewing these podcast stats. So that's been kind of interesting. All the feedback has been so fun. I love to hear from you guys. I love to hear kind of your take on the different stories I share. Several of you have gotten into TikTok because of because of uh, my podcast, which I think is so fun, so fun. And you're loving it because I'm telling you, I don't care who you are. You will love TikTok. Um, what else? Oh, my clients. So I work with a lot of clients one-on-one. And I also have a time management group program. But for my one-on-one clients, most of them know nothing about me other than my coaching style and how I can help them. And the only personal stuff they really know about me is when I share a story that ties into what we're working through, just as an example or something like that, because obviously our sessions are all about them because they're supposed to be. (laughs) So that's been really fun to hear from those of you that are my clients uh, saying, oh my God, it's so fun to know more about you and what you're like outside of the coaching sessions. And I hadn't really thought about that, but that that is kind of interesting. Um, 
Oh, my fellow ladies that are in your 40s sharing all the getting older misery. And let me tell you, it's interesting. And I think I might go on a rant, but I'll save that rant for another segment so I can kind of stay on track here. Um, so those are just a few things that are interesting about doing a podcast. And I've had way more listeners than I ever imagined. So that's been really fun. And I do love hearing from you guys. It's so freaking fun. So I love the text messages, the DMs, the emails. It's so fun. Um, oh my God, plumbing. Let me tell you about that. So had another plumber come out and I said, here's the thing. This freaking thing keeps leaking on me. My kitchen and something underneath my sink. It's a hot mess. Somebody did me a favor and set it up, but they set it up kind of messy, so it keeps leaking. Anyway, you get what you pay for. So I uh, had this plumber come out, and I said, here's the thing. I just don't want this to leak anymore. Just rip everything out, redo it, make it new. Just please, for the love of God, set it up to where I don't have leaks because I didn't tell him this, but a woman in her 40s with some hormonal stuff going on does not have a whole lot of patience. And a shout out to those of you in your 40s that are raising kids or have other humans in your house. You deserve all the things in the world. <laughs> so anyway, so this guy shows up. He's pretty young. He's like, yep, I can do it. I'm going to have to go to the store, blah, 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 and go get some stuff. And I said, whatever, it's fine. So he's in there doing his thing. And I'm like, what's the worst thing about being a plumber? I love, I, that's one thing I miss about traveling and hearing travel stories. I'm like, what is the worst thing about being a plumber? And he said, well, it's not sewage. And I was like, what? I always thought that would be the worst part. He said, oh no, the worst part about being a plumber is the kitchen sink when it gets clogged up. He said, because some people use that food dehydrator. No, what's it called? Oh my God, what is a garbage disposal? He said, some people use that garbage disposal for everything. He said, like uh, um, raw chicken, all kinds of shit, and they grind it up. And he said, the problem with the kitchen drain is it takes a while before it gets clogged. So you end up with this feet. He goes, just feet of um, sick, skanky kitchen stuff. And he said, it is the foulest odor on the planet. And I was like, oh, good, that's so gross. But I was surprised that sewage wasn't the bigger issue. And so he, uh, and he said he used to be in heating and air, which he said was way worse. And I was like, really? I would have thought that would be a pretty cush gig. And he said, no. He said, no, um... The problem is when you have to run ductwork in the attics and all the insulation. He said it. Get, he said it doesn't matter what you do, it gets in your clothing, it sticks in your arms, and he said you know you scrub, you do. He said I tried everything, and he said it was awful. I couldn't even sleep because I would get into bed and all those little fiberglass things would stick on the sheet and like poke me. And I said, uh, that's how it feels when you're a woman and you try to sleep with hairy legs. <laughs> he said, the look on his face, <laughs> the look on his face, he was so repulsed. And I'm like, wait a damn minute. You have a stronger reaction to that than sewage? You're, you're too young for this kind of honesty, I think. And he was pretty freaking young. I think he was like. I think it was like 22, um, but I was shocked that the the heating and air 
was a tougher gig than plumbing? I would have never guessed. Would have never guessed. So he hooked me up. I was so freaking excited and so happy. And yesterday I was doing dishes and my feet got wet. And I'm telling you, my soul left my body. I'm like, I am just going to leave my house and let the land take it back. Just forget it. Just call uncle on the whole thing. I couldn't believe it. I called the company. They were great. They had somebody out within an hour. They fixed what the first guy didn't do. Whatever. I'm sure shit happens. But they fixed it. So I really hope to never have to share another story about stepping in water. Because I'm telling you, it's my least favorite thing to do. And this past week was a rough one for me. Now I'm going to do a little product update. Some of these are the products I purchased from TikTok. Some are not. So anyway, the mushroom powder. A few of you wanted to know if I noticed a big difference. No. Because you, I would add the powder to my coffee, drink my coffee, and then when I would pour out what was left, I would see all the mushroom powder at the bottom. And every time I would say, oh, I have to remember to stir it up tomorrow. And old Dory here would forget over and over and over. And it was so funny. I had a friend come into town and she stayed with me for the night. And I said, she said, oh, I love your little frother. I have this little frother thing. And I said, yeah, I I use it if um, when I use heavy cream or whatever in my coffee, which I don't always do. Um, And she said, oh, I use that to mix my mushroom powder in. And I was like, wait a damn minute. Why didn't I think of that? And it literally was sitting right next to the mushroom powder. (laughs) It was sitting right next to the mushroom powder. How in the world my brain never said, oh, look, A plus B equals C. (laughs) Maybe I should try that. So that was pretty funny. So I started doing that. And I I can't say that I've noticed a huge difference. But um, who knows? Who knows? Um, the bag balm on your face, a hundred percent recommend. And it's actually a thing, not with bag balm necessarily, but it's called sloughing. Google it, sloughing your skin. People are doing it with camphophonique. Um, that doesn't sound right. Not campho, aquaphenol. (laughs) I don't even think that's a product. Aquaphenol? No. Oh God. I should have show notes. I need an assistant. I just need to hire an intern. Um, Campophonique. No. Aquaphenol. No. Whatever the hell. It's kind of like a Vaseline consistency. But people are talking about this whole technique called sloughing, which is basically what I do with bag balm. And so you should try it. I'm telling you, my eye wrinkles are pretty minimal unless I smile, but we can stop that, right? Um, which, oh, I'm supposed to stay with products. Sorry, you guys. I'm very squirrely today. Um, so there's that. Eyebrows. Okay. I don't know if it's NYX or NYX, but one of you emailed me a product recommendation. I have not got to try it yet. I have it on my list. But one thing that has helped me actually grow new eyebrows, because as you know, those of us in the thin eyebrow gang, those new eyebrows are few and far between the older you get, but it's called Brow Boost. It's by Rodan and Fields, and it's like a little spoolie. God, I feel like I've already talked about this, but it's like a little spoolie with tinted 
whatever gel that you it kind of colors in the gaps but it also has the stuff that's in lash boost so it helps stimulate new eyebrow growth and I, I it's not cheap it's definitely not cheap but it's totally worth it and if you don't have a rodan and fields rep let me know or I'll just put it in show notes. My friend Lauren Maldewan. I think that's how I pronounce that. Lauren, I've literally never pronounced your last name out loud. Maldewan. Yeah? You'll have to let me know. Anyway, if you need a rep, reach out to her. She is awesome. I met her a couple years ago, and I've really loved getting to know her. And she's so good at the Rodan stuff, so she can totally hook you up. So I will put that in there, but that has been really helpful. The bag bomb, yes. Mushroom powder, eh. I, I don't think I'll buy more. Um, what other products have we talked about on here? Oh, I talked about the crypto buying the Bitcoin, but I canceled that because I just don't know enough about it. Um, and the market right now is wonky all over the place. So just kind of put, put a pause on that. But I think that was all I really talked about that you guys had asked about. I'm super into cleaning now that I got on to the cleaning side of TikTok. So and that actually came from one of you who started watching TikTok because of my podcast. And you told me about how you're obsessed with the cleaning talk. So that got me into it. And so it's it's so freaking funny. But I'll share some products as I learn about those, which most of you probably won't give a shit about. But for those of you that do, I will share. One of my friends posted on her Insta story that she was flying first class for the first time. And it reminded me of the funny, funny, funniest story that I had totally forgotten about. So I used to travel all the time in my last career. And for those of you that don't travel all that frequently, when you do, you get points for each trip. Of course, I'm sure they've changed it now to where it's not as easy. But back in the day... If you flew regularly, you would get quite a few upgrade opportunities, upgrade to first class at no charge. And I think at one point it was really amazing to be upgraded to first class, but now it's not that great. I mean, and if you're flying American Airlines, they're still kind of a jerk to you, so it doesn't even matter. But it reminded me of a time I got upgraded. I was coming back from Vegas. I got upgraded to first class. The funny thing about first class is it seems like there's a shared belief that they deserve space and quiet. Like everybody on an airplane wants their own space. They want peace and quiet. They don't want to be bothered. Nobody on a plane does. But the people in first class feel like they're entitled to that privacy and that space. And so I sit down and it's uh, 50% full. And then here comes this crew. It's like, I think there were three people in the group drunk, beyond drunk. And it was not late. It was like late afternoon. We're in Vegas, though. So Vegas never sleeps. So anyway, they're clearly drunk. I kind of get, you could tell right away they are not used to first class. And I'm guessing they either won money and splurged or for some reason the airline <laughs> upgraded them. So they get on and they're loud and laughing and they're pretty young. And you can tell 
<laughs> the people are getting really annoyed. And I loved stuff like that. I love watching drama. Love it, love it, love it. I don't like being part of it, but back in the day, man, I loved to watch it. So, um, so they get on and I don't remember everything, but I remember they were really loud and the flight attendant came by and said, um, can I get you a drink? And the guy said, yeah, he said, I'll have any order like a Starbucks type drink. And she's like, oh, sir, we don't have all that. She's like, I can bring you coffee. I can bring you any alcoholic beverage. And he goes, how about a frozen margarita? And she's like, she's like, she's like, well, I can't bring you that. We don't actually have a blender and all of that. And he's like, well, God dang it. I'm on first class, aren't I? And he's getting loud and everybody's annoyed. I, on the other hand, am like, bring me popcorn because I am so here for this show. And and so she finally gets his drink order and he's complaining to his girlfriend or whoever he's with. He's like, I can't believe first class are not letting you order those fancy drinks. And she comes back by and they would bring hot nuts or whatever. I assume they still do that. A little dish of warm nuts, which was really nice. It was really good. And it was like the good stuff. It wasn't just a bunch of peanuts. And and so they they crammed those down. And then he sa- she said, okay, for dinner you can have, it was like a chicken breast on rice pilaf or some shit or a vegetarian burrito. And he's like could I see the menu? And she said, sir, we don't actually have a menu. It's like one or the other. And he's like, well, what about the sides? What sides can I choose from? And she's like, sir, it's literally you get A or B. Well, instead of like a chicken breast, could I have it made as (laughs) chicken fried chicken? And she's like, sir, we don't actually have a chef on board. We do not have a kitchen. And this guy, for some freaking reason, could not grasp that idea. In his mind, there was like a magic genie in that small little room, that small little cabin. What is it called? The small little whatever. In his mind, there's a magic genie in there that she could just go get whatever she wanted. And so he just kept asking for this crazy shit. How about the dessert menu? Could I have an ice cream sundae? Could I have... And she's like, sir... We do not have anything like that on the plane. We are we have limited space. There's no. <laughs> and people were so annoyed with this guy. They were so annoyed with it. And I just could not stop laughing at he just wouldn't give up. He wouldn't give up, but it was so freaking funny. So funny. I do have a ton of funny travel stories that I'll probably sprinkle in from time to time. Coffee with Barb. All right, you guys, I'm a little out of order on the coffee with Barb because we've had a very wonky schedule. My girl Barb has a more active social life than I do by a lot. <laughs> so um, so I'm going to, it's going to be a little bit out of order, but what I'm going to do, because I have like this one I'm going to talk about here and then two others. I think I'm going to bank those two and use them on the weeks that we do not meet up. So that way I can keep the content fresh for you guys. Cause this one's a little older. So anyway, it was our first time meeting in a month because between Thanksgiving and Christmas, everyone was pretty busy and we just weren't able to get together. And so anyway, we get over there and the first thing we kick off with is male drama, male drama. And so quick background, we had the same mailman for 
I don't know, forever. And he was rock solid. I actually didn't even know that I should be thankful for how great he was at his job. I think I took that for granted because I didn't quite realize the impact of having a male person who doesn't know what they're doing. And so a few of the problems we've had, um, definitely a bunch of people getting the wrong mail. My girl Barb one time got seven KFC. No, it was like 10 KFC coupon booklets she was pretty sure the male lady did not want to pass them all out. And uh, it's just so funny. So anyway, so all three of us had a story. And I said, okay, let's let Barb go first. So Barb said, um, oh, God, what was her story? Oh, my memory, you guys. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm not even going to edit this out because it's messy action. I've got notes. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Okay. So Barb was annoyed that she did not get her mail on Wednesday. She's like, I didn't even get my mail on Wednesday. And the crazy thing is Winnie got mail twice on Wednesday. (laughs) And I said, well, I'll tell you one thing. I, what I do, like in the middle of the day, if I have like, I call it focus time on my schedule where I'm doing like deep thinking, I'll go into my dining room with my notebook and I'll sit and kind of look out. I have windows in that front room. So I like to sit there and just kind of think and ponder and all the fun stuff. So anyway, I see the new male woman parked in front of my house. She loves to park in front of my house and my dog loves to bark at her. She has, I mean, she's been alive for seven years. I've had her for seven years, maybe even more than that. It's amazing to me that she hasn't gotten used to the fact that this same exact truck pulls up every single day. (laughs) So anyway, she loves to park in front of my house, which is so frustrating because my dog loves to bark at her. And so anyway, so I was sitting there and I could see her. I mean, she's right in front of me and she's looking through the mail and I see her kind of look over at my house and she looks back at the mail and she's holding like three pieces She looks at each one and then looks back at my house. She starts to get out. And then you see her basically, and I know in her head, she's like, eh, forget it. So she just got back on her little truck and left. (laughs) And I did not get any mail that day. And I guarantee, and my house is not a far walk from the street. I guarantee she's like, eh, none of this looks important. I'll just bring it tomorrow. Or I'll just put it in somebody else's mailbox. So I thought that was kind of funny. So I shared that story in when he's like, well, she sure has been parked out there for a long time. And she said that one day I thought maybe you invited her in for lunch. And I said, no, I know. Sometimes she's out there for like six hours. And the normal male guy would maybe be in our neighborhood for like two. So I feel kind of bad for her. She's clearly confused. Um, It just might not be a real good fit. Just might not be a good fit. Um, And so then Winnie said, well, let me tell you what happened to me. She said, I checked my mail and I had a Christmas card with some guy's name on it. I've never heard of, didn't recognize the address. So I clipped it to the mailbox with a little post-it note on it that said wrong address. She picked it up and next day wasn't there and I was just super happy about it. But then the day after that, there it was again. This time it had 
apartment number six written on it. It was like added to it. And we don't even have apartment buildings around here. And so Winnie's like, well, why in the world would you think it belongs here? And so she wrote another note on it and said, wrong address, return to sender or whatever. And so the mail lady picks it up. And three days later, there it is again. The same freaking card in Winnie's mailbox once again. And Winnie, at this point, wrote a letter to the mail woman. Like, she even took a picture of it. She is a private investigator. She collects all the receipts. She has all the receipts for everything. And so she showed me a picture of it. And I'm like, that is so crazy. If she's just wanting to, like, just ditch it somewhere, why would she keep giving it to you? Why not just put it in somebody else's mailbox? So that part's kind of weird. And when he's like, I know, it's so weird. And so one day I said, you know what? I'm going to go see if I can find this place. I'm going to go see if I can find this address. And so she said she got in her car and drove around for a good 20, 30 minutes. She's like, I don't think it even exists. I don't think this is a real address. And so she just realizes she can't figure out where it goes. She just throws it in mine. Even though it's not even remotely close to Winnie's address. So anyway, she took it that last time and I guess didn't bring it back. And Winnie's like, now the worst part about it is it was from Meineke. So it wasn't (laughs) It wasn't even a real Christmas card. It was just like some customer service bullshit. And I could not stop laughing. The fact that she went out driving around trying to find the address was the funniest thing to me, especially considering it was a Meineke. It was coming from Meineke. So freaking funny. So funny. Um, Let's see. Oh, Barb had a stack of Lipton soup mixes out. You know, like the old... Uh, Sometimes it's like rice and broccoli, just those little pouches. And she said, you girls aren't going to believe this. Take a look. And it was like the expiration game. She kept going, how old do you think this one is? And we would guess. I think the oldest one she had was 2010. (laughs) 2010. I mean, the packages, they were so old. It's like when you watch an old movie, like low def. Her packages were low definition. It was like... And I thought it was so funny that she shared, saved them to show us. I thought it was so freaking cute. Um, I think that's about it with that. We do have somebody moving into Short Shorts' house. Is that how you see that? Short Shorts' house. So that's going to be really interesting. So I can imagine that this week's coffee, which I really hope we get to have, I'm sure the girls will have all kinds of scoop on what's going on because those two have time on their hands and my girl Winnie is a private investigator and I'm sure they're going to want to know why the plumber was back. So that's going to be a fun one to share for sure. But they were doing good. Oh, the one girl who was cyber stalking, that one didn't work out. So she's back on the market. So let's hope she finds someone who who is more in align with what she's going in alignment with what she's going for. A few of you reached out about women getting older and wanted me to start talking about that a little bit, even if I started a separate podcast just for that. And I honestly don't think we have that many men listening to this one. I know for sure there's one, but he's super cool. 
Um, totally down for women, which is so fun. A champion of women. So I know he won't give a shit if I talk about women getting older. And I don't actually care if the other guys do. They can earmuff this part. So if you're a man and you don't want to hear about a woman getting older, hit that fast forward button like 14 times. That fast forward 30 second button like 14 times. So yeah. Okay. So now that they're gone... If you are in your 20s or 30s, now my situation might be different, but I for sure always heard the old, and I'm using air quotes, the old ladies talking about getting older sucks because your body changes and you can't lose weight as easily and you just get wrinkles and stuff, right? Like, obviously, we all know that's coming. I was not prepared. I was not prepared for the hormone thing. Because what I didn't hear is like, hey, enjoy being in control of your emotions because there is going to come a day where you are not. There is going to come a day where you wake up and are a raging lunatic because of a chemical reaction in your body. And let me tell you, for someone that's always pretty chill, it has been one hell of an adventure. (laughs) But and I mean that in all Honest, if I could go back in time and talk to 20-year-old me, I'd be like, look, every single day that you wake up and feel really happy and excited and ready to tackle the world, carpe diem the shit out of that because there will come a day where that is a gift because when you're by, I mean, who cares? The cool thing about getting older, like when you're, for me in my 40s, like some of the most amazing things happen. You really stop caring what other people think, which is glorious. You don't really give a shit about, I don't know, being attractive and all that. I mean, you kind of care, but it's not as like important as it was for me anyway, when I was younger. Um, but the, the hormones and the, um, the, emotions, emotional swings. Like I never really had to deal with that. I've always been super chill. I've never really had like the PMS stuff. And so it is crazy to me how, how, how serious of an impact hormones have on your body. I literally had no clue, no clue. There's an interesting TikTok where someone that transitioned shared the difference and he shared the experience when he was a woman versus now that he's fully transitioned and the difference that testosterone has. And it was really interesting because he said, when I wake up now, the only time I feel bad is if I'm actually sick or didn't get good sleep. Every other day I feel great. And that is not the same for women. It is not the same, whether you're in your forties or even when you're younger. So that I, I, that was really interesting to see that video and his take on it. Cause I was like, Oh, that's an interesting, interesting scenario that I hadn't really thought about because yeah, when you're in your forties, it's like, you might as well spin a wheel. <laughs> like I'll wake up and go, okay, how are we doing today? Cause not always in control of this one. Um, thank God when I went through certification to become a life coach, I learned a lot about processing negative emotions and, kind of the concept behind allowing negative emotions instead of resisting and reacting and all of that. So it certainly has been helpful because you can't necessarily clean up an emotion that's caused by a hormone imbalance with mindset work. (laughs) 
you can't. You can get okay with it. You can learn how to be okay with what's going on rather than resistant. But you cannot change your body with mindset in that way. And so learning how to like allow those emotions that I don't really control has been really, really hard, even with all the skills I have. So that has been interesting. And if you're married to a woman, if you're a man and you're still listening and you're married to a woman that's going through this, cut her some freaking slack, my guy. Like let her off the hook for everything and support her because... Uh, well, I'm not going to go too deep on a man rant, but you don't understand how hard it is. And if you are in your forties and really struggling, I highly encourage you to get your hormone levels tested because mine are like, I have plenty of hormones. I just had a way, my estrogen was so freaking high. My body thought I was pregnant. Um, so I had to take just an all natural over the counter thing to metabolize that, which that and be or no, not B, vitamin D, just take vitamin D. Whoever you are, if you're a woman, take vitamin D. Um, But I had to take a prescription vitamin D, and those two things really, really, really helped me. Um, I mean, drastically different, day and night different. So if you're struggling with that, go get your hormones tested. Do yourself a solid. Um, the other thing, the vanity part. So a few of you had asked about Botox and if I get Botox and what my thoughts are on that. No, I never have. Um, one, just kind of not my thing. Two, it involves needles and I am a chicken shit with anything even remotely medically focused, not focused with anything related to medical stuff. I am a complete chicken shit. And I just don't, I don't know, I don't know that I worry that much about it. I might at some point, but I don't know. I know a lot, most of my friends get Botox and you can't even tell it looks great. But there is part of me that's afraid I would take it too far like the Real Housewives. Like Brandy. Brandy from the Real Housewives of, was she Beverly Hills? Was so beautiful and she just ruined her face with all these freaking fillers and stuff. Now, I haven't had any injectable fillers, but I will tell you, I have really been using, I've really maxed out the organic fillers, like the organic facial fillers. I don't know if you guys have tried that, tried them or not, but it's called being overweight. (laughs) It's called, it's called being overweight God's fillers. We could call it mother nature's fillers because it is true when you're overweight Like, I don't have that many wrinkles because I am overweight. Okay, so that's another episode. And I do want to tell those of my clients that are listening, that are in my time management program, this is what I mean by messy action. This podcast is a result of messy action. And it literally would not exist if I hadn't been willing to let it be messy. And I'm telling you, it has been a ton of fun. I've received so many fun messages about different stories and people saying they laughed so hard, they cried, and that it helped them through a hard day. It's so fun. So fun. So if you're in my program, this is a perfect example of what I mean by messy action. And if you're not in my program and you struggle with time management and need a new system, you should 100% check it out. It's amazing. If I do say so myself, I love, I love what I've put together there. It's a 
powerful system. I have weekly coaching calls with everyone that's in it. And you guys are such badasses. And it's so fun to see you guys learn all this stuff and start kicking ass and having fun with it. It's just really, really super rewarding for me. So if you need a new a time management system, I freaking have the best one out there. And I will include the link in the show notes. And you can check it out. But I appreciate you guys listening once again. Uh, this is episode six, over and out. Leave a review. For those of you that left reviews, that was super fun to see. You don't even get a notification when someone reviews your podcast. I just happened to notice, which was really fun. So leave a review, share with a friend, email me, DM me. I love to hear hear from you guys. Uh, and I'm always down for suggestions, especially if you have old lady products, OLPs. Old lady product recommendations. All right, guys, I'm going to shut up and go enjoy the rest of my weekend.